Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Brendan, I did not realize we had listeners from this show uh, in Ashcroft, British Columbia. That uh, that surprises me. Uh-oh. <laughs> I haven't seen what they've said yet. <laughs> they're, 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 ch- they're chuckling over the comment. All right. Uh, in the next hour, we will hook up with Edmonton Oilers prospect forward Dylan Holloway, the first-round draft choice of the 2020 NHL draft, and rising media star from Oilers TVs. Had an interesting journey. Apparently, he's really good at ball hockey. I've never actually seen him play ball hockey, but Tony Brar will be joining us momentarily. Keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 7204960063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. And you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 7804960063. The River Cree Resort Casino Excitement. Bet on it. Uh, um, without further ado, we are going to head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline and welcome, I, I think this is the second time we've had him on the show, Tony Brar joins us on Oilers Now. Hi, Tony. How are you doing? Bob, happy Thursday. It's 22 degrees. Oh, beautiful blue skies. Does it get much better than this? Wow, you're not. You're uh, uh, just a bull of positive energy, aren't you? <laughs> All right. Hey, I, now, have you been I, I, I think when you got hired, we had you on, right? Is that when we, or did Brendan have you on a couple times? You've been on orders now before, right? Yeah, yeah, I've only been on, uh, if I'm not mistaken, once, per, potentially twice, and the one time when uh, Brendan was hosting the show, okay. uh, he had me on during the uh, Nationals last year while I was in Calgary for okay. ball hockey. So. The, the, so tell me about this passion for ball hockey that you have. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I'm I'm very fortunate uh, that my parents even put me in hockey. You know, it was uh, uh, 15 years old when I first started playing ice hockey in competitive ice hockey. Of course, I'd go to the local rinks and, and play uh, at the ODR every year and all, just about every day as a kid. But uh, my parents, uh, you know, they're eventually got to the point where they can put me in in competitive hockey so i got in at 15 years old and then i also started playing ball hockey at the same time and then as i continued to get older um you know i, I kind of didn't have as much time as i wanted to for ice hockey anymore couldn't really pursue that to be honest my skill level wasn't there what what do you always say bob you like the what to make it to the nhl uh speed talent, agility coordination toughness character and discipline to have made it to the western league let alone the nhl <laughs> 
Okay, to the Western League. So I lacked all of that times too. I was probably half the player you were. So I knew my role in ice hockey, but uh, you know, my, my ball hockey career in quotations, I say that in quotations, uh, kind of flourished. And, uh, you know, I, one opportunity led to another. And I've been uh, gracious enough and grateful enough to represent Team Canada on the world stage a few a few times in my life and also play pretty competitively in the city and throughout the province as well. So about, and I'm doing the Golden Bear Golf Tournament. They're actually out at uh, the Blackhawk right now. I'm going to be joining those guys around 5, 5.30 just to, to, to close out the event. But uh, I know that there was a time in which several of their former Golden Bears players, Doug McCarthy being one of them, I think he played for a team called the Playboys. Uh, yeah. I, I I believe they were. I know Josh Marshall has been involved with one of the. He's got a bunch of buddies that were. Are there a couple of like these ball hockey powerhouses in Edmonton uh, right now, Tony? Yeah, there are actually. So um, I, I think the team that I play on, uh, we're called Edmonton BHC Ball Hockey Club. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, U of A alumni, so you'll know some of them. Uh, Trevor Cordoban is one of them. I'm sure you're familiar with him. Uh, Lee Juvenville didn't play at the U of A level. He actually played down in uh, NCAA Division One. He was actually Holby Baker uh, Award finalist uh, one of the years he played college down there. He plays for us. Joel Andreessen, who's a former NHL draft pick, uh, I can't tell you the year off the top of my head. Los but Angeles Kings, he was seventh-round pick. That's exactly what it was, yeah. And then he was also involved in the trade for Jason Blake. That was one of the first things I was ever told about him, and I thought that was kind of neat. I was really young when I first met him. Uh, and then we've had a couple of other guys, like B.J. Boxma, who used to play at the U of A, of course, and he was a Memorial Cup winner with the Kootenai Ice. Uh, what year was that? Do you know? Uh, Kootenai would have been 2002. Red Deer won in 01. Uh, BJ was part of the Golden Bears with Joel Andreessen in the mid-2000s. Cordoban briefly played at the U of A, and Juvenville played for Guy Godowski, who's now the head coach at Penn State. Uh, Juvenville played at Princeton. Amazing how your mind works like that. But, yeah, we've had a lot of of, uh, people who have played high-level ice hockey just kind of – you know, transform uh, their careers into ball hockey. And then a lot of them have also gone on to represent Team Canada as well. So it's pretty neat. All right. Uh, this was what, year three for you with uh, the Orders Entertainment Group or year four? My year, my fourth year, yes. I, I, you having fun with it? <laughs> Am I ever, Bob? I know you probably get sick of me on the media bus all the time uh, giving you all these trivia questions. But for the listeners, it is amazing to watch. Bob in action. We're on the media bus, and, you know, I'll be sitting about 10 rows back of Bob. Bob usually likes to sit in the front of the media bus, and I'll just randomly yell out, hey, Bob, 2008, sixth overall pick, what team, what player, and you'll get it right on the on the, on the the money. So it's pretty incredible. Yeah, you, you had to pick the one. I, I know who went second that year. In 2008? Yeah. 2008, well, it was 2009 was John Tavares. So draft. Dowdy went, Dowdy went, Dowdy went second, uh, Bogosian went third, and uh, Petrangelo went fourth. And the Oilers <laughs> got Everly 22nd. That's off the top of my head. So uh, Filatov was in one of those draft years as well. So, Tony, this is, I mean, this is, what's what's the most fun that you've had so far? Like, was it going, because you, have you not had a chance to go, did you go to the All-Star Games or anything like that with the players? Yeah, doing. Uh, I went to the first All Star game in my first year, and then uh, the last couple of years, um, I haven't been able to make down to the All Star game. But yeah, I mean, just being a part of, uh, just being part of the whole season and watching and appreciating what these guys really have to go to. I mean, uh, you know, as a hockey fan before, you always thought about the traveling and how rigorous it would be. But once you have to live it, Bob, you and I know we travel on 
on flights 90% of the time together. And just it's it's a rigorous process, and let alone being a top-level athlete, an elite-level athlete that has to be there mentally, physically, emotionally. Uh, it takes a lot out of you. So I think that's probably the biggest, in terms of my career, appreciation that I've gained for the players and anybody involved with the Oilers Hockey Club. But then my favorite part, I would have to say, Bob, is – it's just traveling, uh, you know, getting to experience different cities. Before I even started with uh, Oilers Entertainment Group in 2018, I actually hadn't even been to the U.S. before. So now being able to knock off uh, 31, 32 NHL cities is, has been quite remarkable. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to get you to put on your uh, analyst uh, hat for a couple seconds here. Um, how excited are you about the prospects of the Oilers for the upcoming season, especially in light of the fact that they made it to the conference final last year and had a thrilling five-game series victory over arch-rival Calgary. I, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, you know, you look at... You know me, Bob. I'm all about the process. I'm all about the process of things. And it was a great run last year, but it was just a step in the ladder. And I feel like when you look at teams like Tampa Bay and Colorado and teams that are at the top of the top of their game right now, it took them many, many years to get there. I mean, look at all the the failures that both teams had to endure in the first and second round of the playoffs and how much it really took to get over that hump. One thing that I really love that Jay Woodcroft says on a regular basis is we've cut 16 uh, 16 teams down to eight and then eight down to four, and it just – the intensity just ramps up even further. And I think we saw a glimpse of that. Of course, the Oilers not getting the result they wanted in the Western Conference Final. But that's just the intensity and the level that you have to get yourself to. And now the Oilers weren't there yet. But I'm excited to see how they can take a step forward. Of course, you look at the new addition in goal with Jack Campbell. But the most intriguing player to me, Bob, is actually Ryan McLeod. And I'll tell you why. A lot of people forget that he started the season in the AHL with Bakersfield. Seven games he played down there, and then he became a full-time NHL regular. And then in the playoffs, he had three goals. He had four points 16 in 16 games. You know, the offensive production, uh, we'll probably see that uh, increase a little bit. But his role on the team continued to develop and continued to grow. And I'm, ex- I'm excited to see what number 71 can do. I'm excited if uh, Dylan Holloway can become a full-time NHL player by the end of the season. Uh, there's a lot to like about this or this group, and I'm just excited to see what they can do to uh, build on uh, a very successful season last year. All right, Tony, you're getting some love on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. <laughs> this text comes from CJ in Edmonton. Please tell Brar that we are all jealous of his magnificent beard. The beard of Oilers TV is unreal. Uh, there you go. And Sparky Kev says, Tony's the man. I've been extremely impressed with his work on Oilers TV and subsequently Sportsnet. I wouldn't be surprised to see him move on to a national or even international sports media, but obviously I think Tony should just stay in Edmonton forever and suffer like the rest of us. Uh <laughs> I will tell you this. I had a prominent uh, one of our regulars uh, who gets a fair amount of FaceTime himself. Uh, one of our regulars say to me, the camera likes Tony Brar. So, that, you know, the camera would have liked me back in 1986. They don't like me as much now, Tony. So uh, th- there's always that. All right. So a couple more here on the Oilers. Uh, you mentioned Ryan McLeod. Would you load up Edmonton's top six 
which means you'd play, you know, McDavid with, say, for the sake of argument, Hyman and Kane, and then Drysaddle with RNH and Yamamoto, or conversely, would you go with uh, maybe three tandems and balance it out a bit more? So, for the sake of argument, uh, McDavid with Kane and Paul Yarvey, uh, f- maybe McLeod with Drysaddle and Yamamoto, and then Fogel with RNH and Hyman. Which route would you go, Tony? Okay, so before I answer this question, Bob, I'm going to go back to a quick remark you made. I know you have that photo of you from 1986 on your phone. I want you to send that to Brendan Escott, whoever runs the Orders Now account, and that's got to be tweeted out. You are an absolute stud. But speaking of Twitter, I saw your projections yesterday, and I liked it. I liked the projections because you're going for a more bounce look. For me personally, now, I'm not Jay Woodcroft. I'm not smart, smart enough to coach an NHL team. So take whatever I say with a grain of salt, but I would load up the top six. I would put Nugent Hopkins in the top six. I would allow Ryan McLeod to center his own line and maybe even have Yamamoto down there so Paul Yarby can stay in the top six. Uh, mm-hmm. And I would put Hyman, McDavid, and Kane together. I feel like their chemistry was off the charts. Their production was off the charts. And you can really tell that they all really love playing with one another. And their skill sets really complement each other very well. Of course, Kane is a natural scorer there. Hyman's willing to get down in the gritty areas, and then you have the best player in the world in Connor McDavid. So I would actually move down Kyle Yamamoto with Ryan McLeod, and then whoever you want on the left wing on the third line. McLeod and uh, Yamamoto, those guys spend a lot of time together, Tony. Exactly. A lot of chemistry there as well. So that's what I would do, but again, take whatever I say with a grain of salt. All right. Hey, Tony, thank you for doing the show. Uh, you have your fans. There's no question about that. So uh, nobody's really supported uh, any co- had any commentary on your ball hockey ability, though. We haven't seen. <laughs> I, I, the problem with ball hockey is you have to work too hard. Like you could coast when you skate, right? Like if you could skate, uh, and all I ever had to worry about was John Sexsmith taking it too seriously out on the ice because he used to <laughs> he, he used to play about as hard as Kevin Lowe used to play on Mark Messier back in the day, and they were getting paid to do that. So, hey Bob, I think you. You'd be a great ball hockey player for whatever it's worth. I heard you have an absolute lethal of a wrister. Well, maybe maybe once before I, when I only had one chin. Uh, you're going to Penticton, right? <laughs> I'm going to Penticton. I'll see you there, my friend. All right, awesome stuff. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks so much. Happy Thursday. You bet. That is Tony Brar from Oilers TV. 120 in Edmonton, you make the call here. Text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 7804960063. What would you do? Would you load up the Oilers top six and go McDavid along with Kane and Hyman? And that means you have RNH, Drysettle, and Yamamoto together, hypothetically, or RNH, Drysettle, and Pulyarvi together, maybe Yamamoto with McLeod and Fogel. Or would you balance the top three lines and have three tandems? Vander Kane with Connor McDavid, Yamamoto with Drysaddle, and maybe Zach Hyman with RH. You tell me what you would do, Texas on the Ashley Pine Floors text line. One twenty-three in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. You've heard about the great variety of used vehicles from our friends at Brent Ridge Ford. 
They want you to know that the order bank for 2023 SUVs and F-150 is now open. If you want to be treated fairly at the time of purchase and enjoy quality service after the sale, order your new vehicle from Uncle Milt, Johnny, Rich and the Gang at Brent Ridge Ford. 11-time winners of the President's Award winner for customer satisfaction. You can reach them at one 877 4673 That's one 877 4773 You can text us at 780-496-0063. So we threw it out there. Do you load up the Oilers' top six? And by loading up the top six, we're talking about basically RNH playing left wing if you're going to have dry settle at center. So you go McDavid with Kane and Hyman for the sake of argument. You reunite RNH with uh, dry settle and Yamamoto, a line that was uh, that really kind of carried the turnaround for the team in the back half of the 1920 season. Yamamoto's had some spits and spurts since then and then picked it up and had a pretty good close. Derek says, I'm fine either way of what the Oilers do, but Ryan McLeod needs to be in the Oilers' top nine. I'd really like to see him center on the third line. Well, then you're loading it up. Uh, Steve says, I go Kane McDavid, uh, Dry Hyman, RNH Yamamoto, and Pugliarvi. The problem with RNH Yamamoto and Pugliarvi is you have three, uh, or sorry, two right wings playing on that line. Uh, DK says, Bob, hey, if Holloway isn't in the starting lineup, there's something wrong. That comes to us from DK. Well, Holloway is, for me, he's the wild card on the team because he's got to be in the top 12 if he's going to be on the team. And I believe he can play on the team. I think he's going to be the most intriguing guy to watch in the Oilers preseason. Uh, Bob, Kane, Connor with Hyman, Jesse, Leon, and Nuge. So he's going to put Nuge on left wing. Arn, uh, Leon at center, uh, Paul Yarvey on the right side. Uh, McLeod with uh, Yanmark and Yamamoto. He's missing. Oh, he's missing. Doesn't have Fogel. And he goes Stoffer with LaRocque and Buckberger. Well, Kelly Buckberger's still in really good shape. He can fly around. Uh, CJ texts the show to say Kane, McDavid, Yamamoto, Drysaddle, RNH, and Hyman. Uh, now i got to get the numbers right here. McLeod and Paul Yarvey. Is that 36? Is that what... Uh, is Yanmark going with 36? I think Yanmark's going with 36, isn't he? And then uh, Ryan and Shore in the fourth line. Uh, again, you can text us. John says it depends on your opponent on any given night. If your opponent has one really good shutdown defenseman pair that are tough to beat, you spread your talent throughout your lineup to expose their other pairs. Otherwise, load up. Um, and Les from Peace River, haven't heard from Les for a while, says, Bob, I love the balance look, but I would switch Yamamoto uh, uh, to Nugent Hopkins and Hyman uh, with dry settles. So there's some of the ranges of opinion that have come in on this. And again, it's, I think there's a possibility at some point you're going to see McDavid and Kane as a tandem. You're going to see Hyman and RNH as a tandem and dry settle and Yamamoto. But at other times, you are going to see the orders load up. And again, biggest wild card? It's got to be a guy named Holloway. Regarding trading the first-round pick, for me, got to be a home-run addition, a big-time impact addition if it's rental. So we're not talking a Nick Foligno type. Yeah, we're talking you put a package together for Patrick Kane. I don't know if Ken Holland's got the appetite to do that. So far to this point, he hasn't. There's two options with that first-round pick. Home-run 
you know, world class addition on an on an expiring deal or really good contract over a two or three year window that is club controlled. Those are the two uh, uh, options. Mark says, Bob McDavid with Kane and Poliarvi, dry settle with Hyman and Yamamoto. RNH centering McLeod and Holloway. Hmm. And then Derek Ryan with Fogel and Yanmark. Uh, that one comes. Sorry, I got two that came in. Uh, and there's uh, from different numbers there. Roddy P says, Bob, is the Kane San Jose contract resolved yet? No. It's still not. I don't know what's going on there. To be, you know what? I'll look into that this weekend. One twenty-eight. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Still to come on today's edition of Oilers Now. Dylan Holloway and Brendan Escott setting it up for the Labor Day Classic, the Elks and the Calgary Stampeders.